Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start up, start up, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, start up, start up, they making noise, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 232 of the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Ooh, it's a palindrome. Yeah, 232. And uh, are you saying it backwards or forwards? Uh, that was, that was backwards. Okay, I thought so. That's, it sounded that way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, what about um, when words like uh, Sonos look the yep. same backwards and forwards? Is that a palindrome as well? Yes. Yeah, S O N O S. Yeah. By That's the way, what a palindrome is brilliant name for a company. Who discovered that? Like Sonos, because it's like Sonic, like like Sonar. S O N O S. And then no matter which way you flip them. You could you could go upside down with it. You can go left to right, right to left. It looks the same. The word looks the same, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, phenomena, phenomena. Um, it's the sixty nine of words. It really is. Wait, if you turn it upside down, does it look the same? Sonos. Uh, Let me see. I have the app right here. Yep, upside down. Yep, Sonos upside down. Yep, that's crazy. I, I have the Sonos app on my phone, so I just turn my phone over. That's awesome. Um. Sorry, I'm right. late signing on today. I, yeah, I, I've been you having, did your usual. Uh, oh, my food's late. I'll talk to you in a half hour. Well, I've just been going through the worst of times with these. Food these del- were the worst of times with food, scary food Jones. delivery apps. I know. First word problems. Shut up. I'm not. Woke. No, no, no. I'm like you know, the, like the documentaries. <laughs> yeah. These were the worst of times. They were the best of times. Yeah. You know, no, no. That. But someone out there saying, "Oh yeah, you and your problems with with, with food. First, first world problems." Yeah. Well, well, here's what happened. Right. So there's just this one of these new apps, Caviar. I think they're they're a, a division of DoorDash. Same crap. Same way the Grubhub and Seamless are the same and whatever. Anyway, so the other day I ordered. This was yesterday. I ordered food from Caviar, and uh, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'll make sure you deliver it. You know the right way here. I was in touch with the the Dasher. You know the Dash. They call him the mm-hmm, Dasher. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Ken Dashow on Q1043 right. in New York, who calls himself the Dasher. Or or the Reindeer. Right. 
So I, I guess the reindeer is more popular. Yeah, I would say than so. Ken. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. So, <laughs> so, so all of a sudden the food gets delivered and they take a picture. You know, they take a picture of your package, Amazon and whatever, and all the. Whoa, well, whoa, take who's a, taking a picture of my package? They take a picture of. Well, like Amazon takes a picture to show proof that they left it at your doorstep. Oh, yes, so, yes, so yes. So with, with, with Caviar they, and DoorDash, they take a picture of where they left the food. And right away, I opened the app, and there it was, the message from the Dasher with the, and a picture. And it was like, <laughs> it was not my door or any door that looks like any door in my building. And I'm like, no, oh, they went to the wrong address. So I said, no, this is not me. This is not where I live. This is... So what do you think I do? I immediately complain and screenshot. I screenshot the wrong address and our and our little uh, te- text message dialogue, and then I cut it off right before they said <laughs> I cropped it. The screenshot right before they said, "Okay, I'll deliver. T- I'll go back and pick it up and deliver it to you." And I and I, and I sent that to Caviar. And I'm like, "Yo, what up?" Like, what's up with this? And yeah. they're like, oh, we'll give you a full refund for your entire dinner. And? And, and they were going to give me $10 in credit. Hold on. What? But wait. But wait. <sighs> but then the dasher shows up at my house with the food. So I get to eat the food anyway, oh, which, all was, right. which was sushi. And so it wasn't like it was going cold or anything like that. It was right, they, cold. Are they going to take away your credit? Or are you going to make sure you keep that credit? No, they... No, 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 no. I, I kept the refund. Fuck them. I didn't even tell no, them. All right. No, no. I ate for right. free that night. That was right, last night. Because if they ask the, ask the driver, the driver may go, no, I, I, I delivered it. Even though. I, right. Whatever it was, yeah. I got that refunded off my Very credit nice. card. So, and then, Very nice. So I ate for free last night, and a $10 credit incentivized me to go back into the app tonight to order more food from a different uh, yeah, place. Yeah, and how'd that go? And uh, 48 <laughs> minutes later, we're starting. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, Brody. It was late, late, late. They, the restaurant the restaurant didn't put the order in, so the dasher showed up at the restaurant and texted me and said, hey, we have a problem. You ordered this food 25 minutes ago. I'm here to pick it up, and the restaurant didn't see your order. Like, how do you, how do you fuck that up? Now it's on the <sighs> restaurant. I mean, how do you, but I didn't complain. We had to get the podcast started, but what's my argument there? I mean, my food was an hour and a half late, no doubt. Yeah, well, you backed up your whole life. You, you tell them you fucked David Brody over. I think that's got to be worth something. I think I'd like some free food now. I was affected. <laughs> I was affected by this. So tell them you want you want a gift card or something, and you want also one for me. I can just picture the the receipts being spit out. All the orders, and my, my order gets spit out, and, and it falls into a fucking garbage pail. <laughs> well, as long as your, your food's not being spit out, you don't want that to happen. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, how does the restaurant miss an incoming order? I mean. I guess no, there's nobody. They're asleep at the wheel, you know. I, uh, you know, I don't know, but you know what? So I, I you're talking about, um, you know, staffing. Maybe they're short staffed. So uh, my wife says to me, "Hey, uh, Sunday, why don't we go to this place in such and such town, uh-huh. this Italian restaurant, and we'll go there for dinner?" Did I tell you the story? Uh, I have to. Hear no, I don't think more. I did. So I call. I called and I, I called up to make a reservation for Sunday at five o'clock, and the woman who answers the phone says, um, "Yeah, so uh, a table for two. Yeah, we can do a table for two, um, but we don't have a waitress, so uh, there's no one to serve you." So I said, um, "Wait a minute. 
There's no one to serve me. So do I serve myself? Do I go to the window and run my own food? What are we talking about? And she says, no. What, what happens is you can... Um, you can take the food to go and then unpack it and sit at the table if you want. That's oh what? God, that's classless. And I go, and what do I tip myself? How do I get a drink? Well, you know, uh, you can you can access to the water tower and refill your water glasses if wow. you want. Yeah, I, said, so, <laughs> I said, are you sure? You, she goes, we have no staff coming in on Sunday. No waitress. Wow. I said, is that on purpose? No. She She called out. So on a Sunday, an Italian restaurant has one server and she called out so I can take my to-go food. I said, you know what? Uh, we're going to go to a different place. No offense. Yeah. No offense. Well, you imagine, would you do that? Like, I feel bad for them, but if I want to pack it up, I'll well, just take it home. What's the option? Don't open for the day because the server didn't show up. At least it can make some money. I mean, it's tough out there right now. They can't find people to work these shifts. They can't. Absolutely. I was just surprised she didn't say like, hey, it's to-go only. Well, shoes on the other foot. You could pretty much demand what you want. You could get paid a higher, much higher rate. You know, I mean, the 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 power is in the hands of the worker at this point. If you ask me, no, not so much. The problem is there's so many people looking for some jobs, right? And there's so many better jobs that people don't want to do the jobs they used to do. That's what I'm saying. But so the people that have those jobs that yes. still have them. They've got a lot of power, if you ask me. And they could they, they, they could demand do, a premium. Yes. That that waitress who called in on Sunday said, you know what? If you don't uh double my salary, uh I won't come in next week either. And then you got nobody for oh, next weekend. Like, well, like you could yeah, actually or, or maybe she asked for a raise and they said, Get the fuck out. <laughs> could be. <laughs> We'd rather go to yeah. go only. So <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know what you would do in this situation, but I was offered a free steak dinner. Sound familiar? Oh, well, then you're going to wait 12 years. <laughs> well, oh, no, let, let me see it. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going to correct you. Um, it's actually uh, 10 years. We are at the, the 10 year anniversary, I believe, uh, of the steak dinner, roughly. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Well, our friend Gandhi uh, was invited by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Oh, I was there uh, last week. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I've got a. Thank you for reminding me. I've got a Ruth's Chris story. Oh, perfect. So you go first. Well, here we are. It was. Uh, she's. They said to her, "We are. We want to hook you up with a a free steak dinner and wine pairing." And she's like, "Ooh!" And you can bring a couple of friends. So Wait, what? What night was this? Last night. So she oh, she chose I went me. Wednesday. There was a special wine pairing dinner on Wednesday that my wife and I went to. Oh. Oh. Did you really? Yeah, last Wednesday. Okay, wait, hold on, hold wait before you before you was it free? No. Okay, so this one was free. They they invited. They said Gandhi, bring two of your friends, and she chose our friend Cheryl Crowley and myself and me, me, and yeah. and the three of us went yesterday wait, wait, because she's famous or she put her name in a hat. No, that's exactly it. What's the catch? She's a regular there with Cheryl, and I sometimes join, and then. From going in every week, they said to her, hey, look, on this day. Oh, they knew her. Okay, okay. On Wednesday, uh, on a Tuesday, feel free to come in on this date at 6 o'clock. Um, we want to treat you to a steak dinner with a wine pairing. And it's going to be totally free. And you can bring two guests. So she naturally calls me up. I'm like right there. Oh, and, when, yeah. and, then, and I said, all right, cool. Let's go. So we yeah. show up. We get there. All of a sudden, we get into this room. The side room. Hmm. What's going on in here? 
okay, this is going to have some wine pairing. We're going to have some steak. Mm-hmm. And I see a woman there collecting information. So she hands me a clipboard and she goes, yeah, hey, just fill this out. I'm like, really? And we all have to register and sign in. Okay. And a job application. And on each and on each table, there was a tripod with an iPhone and a microphone Uh-oh. on Uh-oh. each fucking table. Uh-oh. So I'm like, what's going on here? And Gandhi's like, what's going on here? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, well, welcome, welcome to our focus group. On wine. <laughs> no, no, you got you got timeshared. I got timeshared. Oh, no. That's exactly what I Free got. bottle of tequila if you sit for an hour. Oh no. And, and, and they're like, yeah, and then they, they closed the door and we're sitting down now. Now we're sitting there with wine and 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 this clipboard in front of us and this microphone with this phone. And then I said to them, Oh yeah, so uh, this was at six thirty. I said, So well, uh, what time was this run to? And they're like, yeah, nine o'clock. And Gandhi's like, oh, hell no. I got to get out of here. I can't. So here she was thinking, again, maybe because she's sweet and innocent and unsuspecting. Well, this is the same girl who said she got a free TV at the car dealership. All she had to do was go pick it up. (laughs) The poor poor thing. But Well, the poor all of us, because now I'm roped in and she's texting me and Cheryl at the table. like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I roped you into this. I had no idea. Of course she had no idea. We wouldn't have shown up, I don't think. But you got to so, ask questions. They're just like, oh, come for a free dinner. It gets worse. It wasn't even a full dinner. It was, it was literally a buffet where they just took a bunch of filet mignon, chopped it up, and put it under a French fry lamp, and then a, a charcuterie board next to it and said, oh. go help yourself. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this bullshit? Oh my god, the bougie bastard inside of you must have been dying. Well, I'm I was, steak under a heat lamp. Here's the worst part. Fifteen minutes. The worst part? Well, fifteen minutes before that, I had a chance to go out with my other friends to go to dinner. And I was like laying in bed. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go. And then Gandhi's like, just come, just come. I said, all right, I'm just going to put on some pants and walk up the block. Because that's all it required. And I'm like, all right, oh, steak, you know, steak. (laughs) And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, this is going to be great. Until it, it, it it was okay. Listen, I will say at the end of the day that it was very interesting to get into a conversation, an intellectual conversation about wine. But... They obviously wanted to steer us in the direction of the specific brand and... What was the brand? Stag's Leap. Never heard of it. Oh, it's a very famous brand. Well, first of all, Stag's Leap is from the Stag's Leap uh, region of uh, Napa Valley, California. And and there's several different Stag's Leap's brand, but this was a Stag's Leap wine cellar. By the way, have you you done Napa with uh, Robin? No. Okay, because we're sitting, I'm going to tell you about the dinner, but we were sitting at the wine dinner last right. Wednesday, and my wife says, you know, we really should plan a trip to Napa. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I got to now, she's yeah. like, I wish someone would plan, she was, actually what she said was, gosh, it's so much effort, but I wish someone would plan a trip to Napa for me. Right. And I'm thinking, who else is going to do that? Of course it's me. Like, Of, of course. Uh, you know. So that's that's I, apparently now on my list. Well, so I'll say this. Um, the... You know, Robin and I, uh, well, well, actually, no, sorry, uh, Gandhi and I and Cheryl, we were sitting there. We 
we, we talked about this wine. We, you know, we gave our rating, how we felt about with the, who? With the who? label pod. No, 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 no. They had a moderator at each table. There was oh, a moderator okay. asking us questions, showing us different label versions of what they want to do with the brand going forward. Wow. My the, wife would have loved this. It was I called Ar- the, it. the, uh, the wine is called Artemis. It's their top selling stag's leap wine. Okay. Uh, and, and at the end of the night to be all kidding aside, it was educational and it was fun, and yeah. I felt like my input meant something. And I do drink Stag's Leap, Artemis. So I, it was I've kind never of heard you drink a glass of wine yeah. ever. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and that you're was a, it. You're a hard liquor guy, and so I know. But I sometimes I like wine to start my night, right? Or at least with an Italian meal. Whatever. You mean when you, when you're pre gaming with the girls before you go out. Yeah, with my okay. brie. Yeah. Uh, and my crackers. Is that her name? Brie and crackers? <laughs> yeah. And no, that's, that's the new podcast. Hi, that's the, I'm crackers. That's the new podcast on Barstool. Brie and yeah, crackers. Yeah, call her daddy. He's a spinoff. Brie and crackers. Brie and crackers. Well, <laughs> I'll say, I'll, all I'm going to say is this. I'm trademarking that right now, Brie, by the way. Brie and crackers, go yeah, for by it. By the time you guys hear this, it's trademarked. Uh, done. Too late. Hashtag yeah. Brie and crackers. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'll say this. Um, we were tricked. Um, I don't usually don't fall for stuff like this, but Gandhi was in control and all I did was say, yes, yes, I'll show up. But she felt stupid because she's like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I got tricked again. Again. But, but, but people and slices, you should know this. It's like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, you were advertised free dinner. We thought we were getting like this six course, amazing meal with a wine pairing at each course. And we get to, Talks among talk amongst ourselves. Instead, we got uh, a three-hour conversation with microphones in our face and questionnaires and people scribbling things up on a piece of paper while we're having a conversation over French fry lamp filet mignon and charcuterie. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I got. So we got whatever. It was still free. And if it's for free, it's for me. Me. Oh, let me ask you a question while we're still on this topic, real quick. I know you want to. You want to. We got to take yeah. a break, but. Let's say hypothetically, you asked to go to the free dinner, right? They called you and they said, Skiri, uh, we'd like you to come and bring two friends. Let's say hypothetically, the 17 people you asked before me weren't available. <laughs> okay. And then as number 18, I'm going, right? So you and I go and we have this meal. Uh-huh. Would you then once again claim that you gave me my free steak dinner? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Fuck you. Hit the button. With Brody and Skiri. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me tell you about my steak dinner, my wine dinner. So uh, every, I don't know, every few months, Ruth's Chris, and they explained it again why it's Ruth's, Ruth's Chris. Chris. Because uh, it was Chris's Steakhouse. And then Ruth took it over. Ruth, Ruth bought it and it burned down. But when she wanted to reopen it in, right. in another part of New Orleans or New Orleans, or New Orleans, uh, she wasn't legally able to call it Chris's Steakhouse. So since she owned it, she called it Ruth's Chris, Chris Steakhouse. Steakhouse. And now right. it's a master. Ch- okay. So they do these wine tasting dinners, legitimate ones where not the they, one that I got roped not into. Not the one you got night. roped into. Yeah. <laughs> not the, not the, which is better Pepsi or Coke thing you did. And what they do is they give you like a five course meal, like a small plates and they match up a wine by whatever wine company is sponsoring the dinner. We've done prisoner wine. This particular week was Camus C A Y M U S. I am very familiar with Camus. It came up in our conversation in our focus group. Yesterday. Yes. In fact, the Camus vineyards make a lot of wines that a lot of people listening may have had. So look them up. They have well, a they're lot also of- very high end. Yeah. Well, they're, they're also medium end. They have medium and high end. Okay. So I decided I'm not, I'm not the drinker. So I ordered off the regular menu and my wife had the five course meal and with the five glasses of wine, well, the half glasses of wine, we had a, we had a wonderful night at the end of the night. Uh, when we first walked in, I should say there's a poster on the wall and it's, um, I don't know, crooked Walker or something. It's something walking fool, walking fool. That's it. Oh, that's the there's sequel a, to your walking, uh, talk, walking and talkers podcast. Right, yeah. right. Walking fools. So <laughs> there's a poster on the wall of a guy with like, um, a wooden bar across his back, holding two like uh, jugs of wine on each end, you know, like, yep, he's using I know it. it that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, a, and I noticed the posters on the wall cause it's crooked and I'm a big, like, it bothers me when shit's crooked. So I'm, I'm looking at it. It's in the it's in the front of the room. Where again, it's the private room, like you were in, and the general manager is there, and his ten, uh, like I don't know, about uh, thirty people, six tables of people who are signed up for this special private thing. It wasn't, it, it was, it was, it was pricey, but not like extraordinary. But it was okay. So I had my meal. She had her meal. 
And at the end of the night, so uh, I'm sorry, beginning of the night, there's these cards on the table that like they're like a guest list, like a mailing list thing. So my wife fills it out for me and fills it out for her. She's like, oh, whatever this is, we'll both get emails. So this way, if there's something special, we'll both see the email. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And the girl comes around. She collects all the cards. I don't think anything of it. End of the night. Oh, I should say the general manager is giving a speech and he plays a video about the Camus Vineyards. But before he plays it, he's like, let me tell you what you're in for tonight. And every time he starts talking or the video starts playing, the large table to our right, that's when they have to talk. Always. He's like, okay, so the first course, hey, I'll pass over now with the Giants and the Jets and the football. And they're just like, as if he's not there. It's yeah. a small private room in a quiet steakhouse. And I have to like strain to hear over them. And every time he talks, it's like he hit a button and they have to talk. Okay. So end of the night, he says, all right, well, let's do our raffle. And then um, after the raffle, we're going we're gonna to auction off, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to sell off whatever bottles we didn't use tonight. We have a few bottles of each of the Camus brand that we drank tonight that, you know, and so my wife says, well, you know, I'd, I'd really like the, uh, the crooked, what did I say it was? The crooked fool, the walking fool. Ah, uh, the it. walking well, fool. The walking fool. The poster was crooked. That's right. So she says, I, you know, I'd really like a bottle of the walking fool. So uh, I'm like, all right, well, she goes, it's probably expensive though, so maybe we shouldn't get it. And I'm like, well... You know, the dinner was pricey, but if you like it that much, let's see what they, if they're charging us like, you know, retail price or wholesale, well, let's see what the price is. So he says, all right, before we get to the wine, uh, we're going to do a raffle for a bottle of wine. So they call out a name and some guy wins the bottle of wine. They go, all right, now we're going to do the raffle for the poster on the wall of the walking fool. And the winner of the poster of the walking fool David Brody. What? <laughs> of course. What? Why would I? What? I don't win. Like, I don't win things. That's crazy. But of all things to win, you win the walking fool poster. I win the poster, which like, I'm like, oh, it's a nice poster. It was a lithograph, actually, which is a fancy way of saying poster. So I'm like, what am I going to do with it? So they put it in a, in a tube, and they roll it up, and they bring it over to the table. Mr. Brody, congratulations. And my wife's like, oh, it's a, it's a nice poster. I said, would you put it up in the kitchen? She's like, yeah, maybe we'll throw a frame on it. We'll put it up for a couple of months, whatever. Maybe. It's nice. I don't know. It's okay. I won, I won the poster. Wh Whoopie-doo. So the guy says, all right, we're going to be taking bids on the wine in a minute. Uh, well, I'll tell you what the prices are. I've got two bottles of the Walking Fool left over. Uh, I, I'll, I'm going to come around in a minute and ask if anybody wants those bottles. Okay. So uh, I said, well, how much is the Walking Fool? So he says, it's $40 a bottle. I go, Oof, so a little pricey. We just spent a lot of money on dinner. My wife says, you know what? Forget it. Just we don't need to spend that kind of money. I said, well, let me think about it. So like two minutes later. The general manager comes over and he says, listen, we're about to start uh, selling off the wine. I, I know you might be interested in the bottle. Um, but before we get into that, the gentleman over there at the front table in the uh, brown sport jacket really would like to buy the poster from you that you just won. Oh, my God. And he's offering $50. Would you be interested in selling it to him? I said, give it to him. <laughs> here it is. Uh-oh. I said, here it is. Uh-oh. I said, uh -oh. take I would have no, no. pulled, pulled out my phone first to see if this thing was worth any money. No, it's a it's a poster. He wanted the poster. Okay. Anyway, so I said, here's what you do. Take the 50 from him. Take 40 for yourself. Bring me the bottle of wine, and I'll take the 10. He goes, all right, you got it. 
And so he goes, all right, we have one bottle of the, the, the wine left. <laughs> he, he goes over to the guy. The guy takes the poster, hands him $50. The guy takes $10 of it, grabs a bottle of wine, walks over to the table, gives me the, the, the 10 bucks. I hand the bottle of wine to my wife. I go, here you go. Enjoy your expensive bottle of wine. Boom. I mean, r- relatively expensive. So, I, I like yeah. how you wheel and deal at the table yeah. like that. Yeah. I, was, I, said to, I said to my wife, I said, should I take the 50? Maybe I should take more. He goes, she goes, take the 50. Take the 50. Run. Yeah. So the guy bought the poster for me. So I, I, I don't know if I should say I won the poster. I won fifty bucks, or I won the uh, the bottle of wine. But I think that's way, pretty cool. You're I, a I winner. Well. You came out I'm a winner. winner. You came out a winner. yesterday. Yeah. Here I was. I'm going. Eh, I want a poster. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy apparently was salivating. Like yeah. he didn't even try to lowball me. Yeah. He could have said like offer the guy twenty five dollars, <laughs> and I would have gone back and I went, I'll take it. Like right. <laughs> he started at fifty. Yeah. I'm taking the fifty. Can I just wish my parents a happy fiftieth anniversary? Sure. I mean, sure. what an accomplishment. I mean, to be together all those years, that's crazy. God, I, I, they, had, they had you, and then they got married, like, what, five years later? <laughs> you know, it's, it's insane. So my brother and my sister and I, we, yep. uh, we threw a surprise 50th anniversary party for them. Uh, at a restaurant in Hoboken, this place, Augustino's. At their know. age, you didn't jump out and yell a surprise, did you? Ah, uh, no, no, no. They thought they were going to dinner with me and Robin, and uh, the two of the, the two of us escorted them into the restaurant where they're all of well, a lot of their friends were were hanging out in there screaming surprise. We took we we took over the whole place. This was on Sunday, and I can't believe we pulled it off. But thank God for Facebook. <laughs> because I had to go sneaking around my parents' back. Because usually if I'm planning a surprise for my father, my mom's involved and vice versa or vice versa. Well, this case, they were both, I we were all out in the dark because it was the the surprise was for the both of them. So, sure. So I had to go do some uh, research on my mom's Facebook and, and, and start messaging them, DMing her, you know, the, the friends, the ones that I recognized. Turns out we got everybody, and then the, just the right amount of people fell off where they where they couldn't make it, and uh, we we filled up the entire restaurant just right. But we got the credit for inviting everybody, so that's the best part. So uh, wow. and yeah, and, and and it was just it was a really nice time. You know, again, there's there's no real real point here other than happy anniversary, mom and dad. I love you. That's all from your son Anthony. Who's Anthony? Wait a minute. <laughs> Now, did you did you make it look like you threw the party and not your siblings? No, no, we shared it with equal okay. credit. But you know the thing about my parents is every time we try and get them a present, whatever holiday it is, it always goes back to the store the next day. It's always I don't want to take it back and keep your money. So so we know how finicky they are. And my brother and my sister, we were all like we were the three of us were scheming. I'm like, you know what? Let's give them an experience, and this is something they can't take back. And in the end, they loved it. And they allowed us, you know, we, we paid the bill. We took care of the whole thing. And we got them a cake, flowers, balloons. You know, the Mylar 50? The sure. Big, the big Mylar of course. Big gold 5-0 balloon. <laughs> so my, we were walking out of the restaurant. And this, the, the, these three girls come walking down the street at my, uh, in our direction. They're like, oh, happy 50th birthday <laughs> to, to my mother. <laughs> oh, she must have loved that. She did. Happy 50th wow. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> what You're the hell? Now, what if they said that to you? You'd be pissed. Well, yeah. Thank God I wasn't holding the balloons. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you wouldn't. You never would have held those balloons. You'd be like, someone's going to take a picture and think I'm 50. What? No. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Oh, that's great. 50 years. Can you imagine? That's a lot. I mean, people don't stay with each you, other. You, you, you <laughs> can't do one. <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible. Yeah, I know. But I, I'm, I, I can't. You know what? I'm trying to think now because I know how long I've been married. Wow. I got married, I guess, later than your parents did because when I, wow, well, they 50 were, years. They were 25 when they, they had me. So I was. So, so they, they were married at, at, 20, at 23. Wow. 23. Can you imagine? Think about what your no, life scratch was like. That. Uh, no, uh, they were married at 25 because they're now 75. So that would make, so that, yeah. Yeah. So I was, they were okay. 27 when they had me. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. No, listen, I don't judge age. I'm just still. saying, like for me, I think about when I, when I was 25, I was in, I was in no position to get married. No. I was living at home. I was living with my parents at 25. So were you. We really were. No, you, no you I was living with out. my parents. You were living with your parents. Right. Yeah, I moved I, out at 25. I moved, same, my, I moved out at 25. Yeah. I, I, people, right now, people are going, what? what? Yeah. So, well, so know, a lot of people move people out at 18, the, 19 years old, they move out. Yeah. Or they get kicked out at 16 for being different. But you, you know, a lot of <laughs> the stereotype about, you know, people that live in Brooklyn and it, their, their basement, Italian basement is like you could stay till you're 40. Yeah. I mean, well, well, yeah, you know, my cousin Carmine, I mean, he never moved out of his parents' house. Now he's living there by himself, but he, he never moved out of his bedroom, his childhood bedroom. He's still there. Crazy, right? Yeah, well, my daughter's looking for an apartment. My oldest daughter, uh, who moved back from Europe, she's looking. She's looking to move out and to get her own apartment. She's like, she's like, well, you didn't pay rent when you were my age. I go, yeah, because I lived at home. <laughs> I said, not, I, my, my parents didn't pay my rent. They were, I was, you know, I was living under their rent, but it wasn't like they paid for a second apartment. What could she afford at this point? Could she afford to be on her own? Like, I mean, or is she gonna yeah. need roommates? Uh, she's, she's got a few, a couple of roommates in mind she found a place she likes in Brooklyn. Uh, not in our part of Brooklyn. I was but about I, to uh, say, oh, oh, the hipster Brooklyn. Yeah. More like that. That's more hard. Artsy. Uh, yeah. Trendy. Yeah. We know that part of Brooklyn. Yeah. So, so she's, she's found a place and she's looking at, but she made a comment like, you know, a lot of my friends, their parents pay for it. I was like, listen, when I was your age, I didn't have to pay rent. I lived at home. She's like, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> so I mean, she's living here, living here now, but I, she's like, I'm done. Like I found a place finally. So. Right. You know. Well, we got to take a break real quick here. How about that? Fine. I'll tell you about the uh, the ugly shit on some guy's head. How about that? Ugh. <laughs> it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, what a headline that was. What a tease. What a tease. Well, I want to tell you, I went to a couple of concerts this past weekend. I went to one on Friday. No, one on Saturday and one on Monday. And the one on Saturday I went to. You're, You're getting around there, David Brody. Well, I got a lot of free time these days. So I went to, a, imagine going, it's me going out to a concert on a Monday. Haven't been able to do that. On a Monday. On a Monday, 24 years. So I went to a concert venue that has a kitchen and I had a table in the back. It was one of those, like a, you know, the tables and general admission on the, on the floor. And I, I wanted to get some eat. So uh, I got to the, the concert started at 730. Yeah. So I got to the venue uh, in Teaneck, New Jersey. If you know uh-huh. where Teaneck is, it's I northern do. New Jersey. Yep. Off your lovely Route 4, which runs east-west. And Teaneck, everything was closed when I got there. The whole town was shut down. But I was starving, and I didn't want to go and get, like, you know, burgers and fries in the concert venue. So I see there's a pizza place on the corner. So I walk over to the pizza place, and there's a guy behind the counter, and there's a woman walking around the floor. And it's at this point, it's like 7.15. So it's it, it's it's not really well lit, but it's not dark. So it's like in between. So I'm like, maybe it's happy hour. They dim the lights. So I go to open the door. The door's locked. So I say, I'm dying for a slice of pizza. I go, excuse me, are you closed? And he goes, eight o'clock. I said, you close at eight? Because it's 7.15. No, we open at eight o'clock. What? Scary. They opened at eight o'clock on a Saturday. They closed in the afternoon. Okay. And they open for a late dinner, and I guess a bar crowd? I, I don't know. At 8 o'clock. That, 8 that's, o'clock they open. Well, maybe they had to wait for the sundown. I mean, maybe no, they, the Shabbos. A, they, they're it wasn't Jewish. a Shabbos they're, pizza place. <laughs> it was definitely not a kosher I, I wonder, and it was just place. a nor- Was it just like that day that they did that at 8 o'clock? Was I don't it know. Special? There, was, there, was, there was no sign on the door that told the hours. So weird. Very weird. Okay, so I went in. I, I ended up, uh, I had to order food. because How do you no make any money? I don't know. I don't know. Although there is this place in Jersey City 
called Bread and Salt. And um, Dave Portnoy. The, a new podcast. Yeah, Bread and Salt. Dave Portnoy, the barstool guy uh, that does yeah. the, the pizza reviews, um, he was just there too. And he commented the same thing. Their hours are like like Monday through Saturday, literally like noon to 4 p.m. Wow. That's it. So I you ain't like getting if pizza was, if, if no. It's like that. That's a big fuck you to the public. I mean, yeah. This place, bread and salt. I mean, could you imagine that? Just, just. I guess whatever they able, have, you have to go when they go. But being if able that to was call a podcast, your own, be able to call your own shots. What? And then go home. Be nice. Go home for dinner. Twelve go off to four. Pizza at eight o'clock. It's like I don't need your money. <laughs> Twelve yeah. to four. That's all you get. You want it? You know when we're open. If you have if, a job, you can't eat there. If bread and salt was our podcast, you'd be bread. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, because you're a salty yeah, motherfucker. A salty motherfucker, and you like carbs. I love it. I'm, yeah. Dude, I'm Carby B. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I put the carb in carbone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you, put the, you don't put the bone in, I hope. Okay, so I go to order, and she says, oh, the burger called, I ordered a burger, which, by the way, I, I made the mistake of even, even bothering and wasting my speech and saying medium rare. Because it's like a tiny concert, like club. Yeah. They're not going to... The, the, the chef back there is not, you know, not no. wearing the chef hat. It's either raw or burned. <laughs> yeah. So I asked for medium rare. It came out like a hockey puck. But all right. So I said, the, are the fries, steak fries? So she said, now remember. Remember the guy a couple of weeks ago in Ireland? He, he ordered the, uh, the Jameson neat with ice? Yes. So I say, are the steak fries, are the fries steak fries? Because I like steak fries. Yeah. And she says, yeah. They're the really thin ones. <laughs> so they're 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 the unsteak fries because because the steak fry. Well, you know, some people who are listening, in, in all fairness, may not know what steak fries are. Steak she's fries. She's a waitress. She's a waitress. So I said, oh, steak so fries are by the way the big fat ones that have a lot of a lot of mush inside of the potato. Yeah, they're usually like six inches, five inches long, and about a half inch to an inch wide. Right. So I Brody's say, dick. oh. Yeah, so I, I wish. So I said, so I said, oh, are they more like shoestring potatoes? She goes, no, they're straight. <laughs> well, so, well, then they could very well be shoestring if they're straight. Yes, yes but she thought that I meant curly fries. Like, she just doesn't understand the vernacular of the potato. So I got, believe me, it tasted as much, it was as are good tasting. Are they crinkle as, cut? Are they waffle fries? No, I just wanted to know because uh, they had an option of sweet potato fries. And by the way, I don't know why sweet potato fries are always more of an upcharge. I mean, I do, but they're, they're always like I would pay like 50 cents more. But when it's two dollars more for sweet potatoes, fuck you. Right? Yeah. Fuck. Well, it's it's gourmet. You know, at that point. Maybe no, it's not. It's a different potato. It's not even fryer. a sweet potato fries are not potatoes. That's I the know what they call them sweet potatoes. It's a, it's, it's a root vegetable. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not even a it, it's a, it's a yam. It's a it's a it's a the sweet potato is not really considered a, a potato. It, it it is called it, but the consistency is more like a root vegetable or a legume. Or I could be wrong, but I'm Google that. Google it. I'm not. No, no. I'm. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a boomer. It's a it's a tumor. What is it called? It is not a Something tumor. Like that. People it's, are screaming. It's a tuber. A tuber. That's it. Thank you. It is not a tuber. It's not a tuber. Yeah, not a tuba. It's a tuber. Yeah, it's a tuber. 
But uh, technically, sweet potatoes are yams. Right. So maybe of. maybe tubers are more expensive than potato. I don't know. But $2 for like a handful of... Ah, whatever. I don't know. So let me tell you about the concert. So I so I went to that concert, and that was fine. So you, I went to see a couple of um, four guys, well, three guys, who used to be the lead singers of bands that were very big in the late 80s. So like hair metal bands. Okay. Okay. And there was a band uh, that that was like um like fourth tier, like they weren't like Motley Crue, they weren't Poison, they weren't Kiss, and they weren't they they were like they weren't Rat, they weren't Twisted Sister. Oh boy, they were like the band that opened for the band that was the band you went to see, right? Yeah. But they but they, but they had a couple of yeah right. But so back in the day, if you went to concerts in in the eighties and nineties, like like Steelheart, like a band like that. Like a one, yeah. This band was a little bit bigger than Steelheart. They were called Danger Danger, and the lead singer was there. Now, back in the day, when you go to concerts from those bands, they would have pyro, right? Explosions and fire and flames and like like crazy shit, right? In the eighties, that was crazy shit. And when you went to a concert, yep. right? So I'm in this little club, and the, and the four of them are doing acoustic sets. And the headliner was Tony Harnell, who's one of my all-time favorite singers from a band called TNT. He's like a six eight octave voice. It's amazing. Anyway. So today's pyro for a guy in his 60s who's still singing and doesn't have his band with him at the moment, he says, all right, we're going we're gonna to go crazy here right now. And he opens up a, a plastic bag and it's full of just empty balloons, like just balloons, not blown up with his name on them, Ted Polly. And he throws a handful of balloons into the crowd, unblown up, and says, all right, you crazy bastards, blow those up and we'll throw them around. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that is what 80s pyro has turned into. Is a guy with a bag of balloons who throws a fistful of them onto the floor in general admission. Wow. And people pick them up and blow them up and then bounce them around like beach balls. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. So the club is really small. And uh, there's maybe, I don't know, 150 people at the show. It's a small, intimate club, and it's acoustic. It's supposed to be a small, intimate thing. And you, you pay for it. It's, it was a decent amount of money. It was a nice show. And so if you get up front, you can be, the stage is like, scary, the stage is like two and a half feet high. Yeah. Two feet high. You can literally step up onto the stage. Of course. So the singer is really three feet from you. Yes. Guys that you used to have to go see at Madison Square Garden now are like, you know, right there. Okay. So these two guys were at the show who were not my age. They were probably like late 20s, right? Maybe their parents listened to the music, whatever the reason they were there. And they had jackets on, like denim jackets with patches from the 80s. And they looked like they were at a Halloween contest to dress like you were from the 80s. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of us who lived back then, none of us were dressed like that. We're all dressed like adults going to a concert. Sure. So they were drunk. They had long hair. They looked like the, the drunk guys from 1988. Now, again, the singer is four feet away from you. So every time they would speak and say something like, all right, we're going to take it back to our second. Naughty, 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 naughty. They're calling out song titles. Oh, my God. So this, it's a quiet club, right? Because it's quiet. So the, the singers were like, hey, ma'am. You know, we'll, we'll get to that. Of course, it's one of our hits. We'll get to it. Then a couple of songs later, right? All right. So uh, joining me on drums is Tony. Tony, come out here. We're going to play a little. We're gonna give you a little treat here. Naughty, naughty, play naughty. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, yeah. And the two of them are high-fiving each other. And uh, they're like, oh, my God. 
And I like, and this, and there's nobody in the club like to tell them to shut up. And I'm not going to tell them because they're huge guys. And every band that came out, they were big fans of, and they kept yelling. And it got to the point where the singers were like, yeah, man, yeah, we're we going to, we get it. That, that's our hit. We're, we're, we're going to end we're with not that. That's our hit. We're not, right. We're, we're not, not going to blow. Our, we're not going to blow our wad. Thank you. Right. Like these bands had two hits. And, and <laughs> if you're a rock fan, yeah. then you know the other songs. Yeah. But radio play, they had two hits. Right. TNT had like eleven hits. Right. But in fact, but by the, the way, when you go to any concert and you go to the uh, and you see an opener open for the headline act, just know that the opener will always do their biggest song last because that's the chance to be most seen and the most people will be right. in their seats. Right. Also, so, if you do if you do the hit first, then everyone goes and gets a soda. Or right. A Nobody or cares. Right. They're just waiting on that one song. Right. I get it. Yeah. Right. And so these guys are yelling. They at don't understand song. that concept. I don't think they cared. Like they just wanted the song they wanted. And it's like saying, hey, everything else you ever did is shit. Is shit. Is shit. It's like when you go to see a comic and you yell out a bit he did in 1995. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you're telling Jerry, like, do the hairdryer bit. Seinfeld, do the hairdryer bit. He's like, man, I haven't done that in like 30 years. You already know it. Like, why would I do it again? You know it. So that was that night. And I felt so bad. I went up to one of the singers afterwards because you can walk up and say hi to them. And I was like, uh, I don't know how you do it. Like I goes, you get used to it after a while. You do. He goes, but goes, yeah, fucking annoying, man. So <laughs> the second concert was Friday night in uh, in Red Bank, New Jersey. I went to see my favorite guitar player, Joe Satriani. Um, and uh, if you don't know who Joe Satriani is, you might know who uh, Coldplay is. And uh, Coldplay was involved in a lawsuit with Joe Satriani because um, the song uh, Viva La Vida, yep. where it goes, bam, 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 and there's this part in the song. Bum, it's bum, note bum, for bum, note. Bum, 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 yeah. Bum, bum, there's a bam, 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 Right. Did they steal that off of Joe Satriani? I'm not going to say they did, but the court said it. So there's a song called, I think it's um, Ready to Fly. Yeah. I, I think his name is the song. Something with Fly in the title. I Whatever. Yeah. And it's it's that's the part of the song. So uh, he sued them and they denied it. And the judge, from what I understand, said, dude, you can't possibly have come up with that much of a song, exactly the same notes, time, phrasing, everything. It was like, it's like 20 seconds. It's not yeah. like, he's like, well, I don't even know who this guy is, which isn't believable. If you play guitar, you know who he yeah, is. Right, right. He's one of the greatest ever. So go to the show. It's great. And uh, there's an intermission. It's a three-hour show, almost. Intermission, I get online for the men's room. And I'm standing behind a guy. And, and look, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just saying it happens sometimes. And he, a bald guy. And he's got, I want to say, a massive mole growth on the back of his oh, head. Oh and he's bald. And it's got, like, bubbling around it. And it's Right. And so I'm like, oh. I don't, I'm not going to stare at it. Poor guy. I feel bad for the guy. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to stare. <laughs> it was so a, was I, it a boil on his head? Or? I don't know what it was. Well, and, and I, God bless him. He goes out in public. He's, he's confident. Okay, I, okay. I respect that. Yeah. Respect. Anyway, uh, you really can't look anywhere else because you're online for the bathroom. So you're staring right at the back of this guy's head. Right. If I look down, I'm looking at his ass. There's really right. nowhere yeah, else to look. I get it. All right. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I go to the bathroom. And uh, there's a urinal etiquette problem when I go in. And the guy who's peeing, now there's a line waiting for the urinals. Now, when you go to a sporting event, real urinal guys know that you don't wait like 20 feet away at the door. 
You just go up behind one of the five guys, and when he's ready, boom, you're there. If you wait, then you have to wait while everyone walks one at a time to the open spot. I understand that. So I'm ready. I'm like standing behind who's next, and I go right there, and the line moves. And I'm encouraging people to do that, and the line's moving. The guy in front of me, he's one of these belt buckle, unbuckle the belt, unbuckle the zipper, the pants, the button to take his dick out. Right. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Especially we're in a hurry. Dude, it's unzip, fucking pull it out. Unzip, wait for the shake the drip, and get out. So this guy, he pees. Now he's got a flush. Okay. Now he's standing there, and he's adjusting his belt buckle. Uh, he's pulling his zipper up. He's buttoning his pe- Listen, when you pee, get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. Ladies, you don't have to deal with this. I wonder if there's anyone who stands at a urinal and unbuckles their pants and pulls their pants down to their ankles and pisses into the urinal. Oh, I've seen that. I've absolutely seen that. <laughs> I've seen it at work. That? I saw a guy do it at work where we were, were at the <laughs> Wait, radio station. Where you where you you literally push your pants down to your ankles and then yeah, because because the belt. What happens is if you're uh, some people use the fly. I sometimes use the fly. Sometimes I do the unbutton. I do the I do nah, the flap dude. of the. If it, no, I need first of all. I'm, I got to make sure that my boxers. Have a little flap of its own right oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got to be. Some people like ha- to go through. It needs to have a slit. I don't. Right. I can't stand to go right. over the underwear. Oh no, band. but some people do. No, I go through the opening because that's how God created the opening. Okay, so what happens is if you unbuckle and un- unpop the pop and the zip, the what happens is the belt drops the pants right down, drops it down. Uh. So this guy not only is buckling, now he has to adjust his phone in his pocket. And his money, he's looking for his money first because he wants to go buy his shirt. Get the fuck out of the way. That's my that's my my urinal etiquette. Now, I go to wash my hands. Okay? The sinks are directly behind the urinals. There's only, if you're at the sink, maybe 10 inches between your ass and the guy's ass on the urinal. Oh. <laughs> if, if, if you want to get to the stalls, which are uh, further down in the bathroom. <laughs> so this poorly, des- comes, poorly, designed. poorly designed. So this fat guy comes through with a flannel shirt on uh, and he goes, uh, uh, excuse me. And he pushes both of us at the same time. So I, my dick hits the sink. The other uh, guy's, the other guy goes, <laughs> gets his, his, his ass, like his dick into the urinal. <laughs> Like if if you can't fit your fat ass in the opening, uh, wait or say excuse me afterwards. Scary, he said excuse me after he bumped. Like boom, boom excuse me. Uh, no, that's not how excuse me works either. You say that's excuse a- me. I gently <laughs> move my pelvis in, and the urinal guy will gently move his pelvis in. <laughs> you don't meatball your way through the buns. That's not how it works. Oh my god! Oh dude, I just had dinner. Please stop. I'm sorry. No, Okay, one last thing. After the show, I got to go to the bathroom again, of course, right? I go to the bathroom and and I'm getting, I get online and the guy in front of me, tall guy, right? A woman comes up on the side of the line and says, hey, what did you say your name was again? And he says his name and she goes, oh, your parents couldn't come up with a better name. That's a pretty bad name. Oh, that's awful. Awful. But anyway, she's flirting with him. She says, you know what? I, we should talk more. It was a pleasure meeting you tonight. Give me your Facebook. Again, there was an older crowd. Clearly. Yeah, Facebook. So, they, so he steps off the line. Now I'm behind <sighs> a guy 
with a growth on his head that looks just like the last guy in the same spot. Oh. So I go, how am I standing behind this guy again with the gross pussy growth Dude. bubbly thing? Guess what, Scary? What's that? It wasn't the same guy. It was another it was one. A second, another one <laughs> with a was pussy. It? it looked like a caterpillar. Dude, what like kind when, of what kind of conscience was this that? These these are the types of people, the dregs of humanity, hanging out oh, with you. Whoa, whoa, there is nothing wrong with the people who happen to have a growth on the back of their head. No, these but I'm just saying, what kinds of, of people? No, I'm talking about these. You should be more upset the about bumbles, the MySpace yeah, the, lady. No, the Bumble Stumble guy. Oh, that who's guy pushing yeah. people out of the way. I mean, rudeness, rude. Obviously, rudeness, rudeness. you wouldn't find this at a Backstreet Boys concert. No, but I got one last Scamboni. When we come back the next break, you have a Scamboni, I have a Scamboni, and I have a concert Scamboni that you are going to. Love. Oh my God. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but. Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm still thinking about the boil on this guy's head. 
I don't know what it was. I couldn't tell you. It was like three inches Disgusting. long vertically. Uh, I know we have... Uh, do, you wait, have, do, do I even have a scamboni? I, or, or was... Was oh, that was the, the, that, that was the dinner? That dinner. was the dinner. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah. that wasn't really a scamboni. It was just a um, you know they 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 failed to leave out the truth. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> they I, failed I, to include the truth in why they wanted us there. But yeah, that was a blatant misrepresentation slash scamboni. Yeah, now, I do have a scamboni. Yeah. But well, do you want to play some voicemails? Did you did you? Yeah, yeah. Some no. Um, well, I think we should go through those. But but first, I have a confession to make. Oh, this is your confession. This is my confession. And I will get to the concert. And, and what would you have done, Brody? David Brody. Gone, what would gone David for the Brody free shit. Gone for the free shit. Okay. Uh, yesterday morning. And I, by the way, I didn't share this with anybody, but I'll oh, share it with wow. you and the slices. Oh, nice. Okay. 4.30 in the morning yesterday. 5.30 in the morning. I was leaving my mm-hmm. apartment. Walking down the hallway. And I see a McDonald's bag sealed mm-hmm. with a DoorDash attached to it sitting outside my neighbor's apartment. Now, I know my neighbor. This you guy know DoorDash. I know this guy is a health nut as as much as, as big of a health nut as they come. No mm-hmm. shot this guy eats McDonald's. I know that for a fact. Okay. So I'm like, but let alone why would it be sitting there at 5:30 in the morning? At 5:30 as I'm leaving for work. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I bet you this is another case of somebody dropping it at the wrong apartment except this my neighbor's not home or he's sleeping and they just dropped it there and the whoever this belongs to decided that uh they probably got their money back and they've forgotten it because it was just sitting there so i'm like i fuck it and i go to work now it's 10 30 mm-hmm. i'm coming home and i go back and i come out of the elevator and i'm walking down the hallway and the bag is still there oh. and i'm like see look at this and and now i'm like I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. I haven't I don't have any food in my house. So I'm like, once again, this I guarantee fucking tell you, this 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 bag does not belong to my neighbor. I know my right. neighbor. I know the guy that lives behind that door. He would never eat McDonald's. Right. So I said, fuck it. <laughs> so I took the bag into my apartment. I ripped it open. Day I- old? Wasn't day old, so that's day the thing. Old. I day looked. Old. I looked at the receipt, and it was from three forty-five a.m. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say three or four days ago. No, it was a drunken like order. I guess a person never got their food. Whatever it was, it was a quarter to four in the morning when when they processed the order. So it only been sitting when I when I walked out of my apartment. It was smelling good. It was still warm, I guess, but. I know for a fact it, it didn't. Now it didn't have his apartment on. It had nothing oh, on it. What if he was banging some meat eater? No, no, no. My first of all, this, again, this guy does not eat McDonald's. I will reiterate it. It was right, definitely wait, wait, it was delivered to the wrong address. Period. All right, all right. So I all said, right. "Fuck it." I said, "I brought it into my apartment. <laughs> I opened it up. I'm like, oh, a Dr Pepper where the where it had gone flat. Threw it away. Okay. French fries, cold. Fuck these. Out. Goodbye." But then at the bottom of the bag, two glorious baked apple pies. Oh, <laughs> no longer those last. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. You think I'm going to throw those away? <laughs> Fuck no. So David Brody, what did I do? I chowed down on one of the apple pies and the other one's still in my refrigerator. Wow. I, I, I came off. I came away with a stolen DoorDash of my own. Wow, I feel like I could leave a note in your elevator that says, if you're missing your McDonald's, <laughs> go to Scary's apartment. 
Holy but at shit. some point, but I just knew I was process of eliminating. What, okay, what if it was a fillet of fish sitting out there? Would you have eaten it? No. Oh, they, there was also two double cheeseburgers in there. Oh, I threw them in the microwave. Oh, yeah, I would have eaten those. Yeah, I did. No, they would have I pickles did. on them. They, they did have pickles on, on it. Yeah, but I, I, I actually, I, I actually put them in the microwave. Yeah, I did eat cheeseburgers as well. Yeah, that was oh, it. But I threw nice. away the fries and the soda. But uh, yeah. But my, my, then I looked at myself. I'm like, what kind of degenerate are you, Scary Jones? <laughs> well, you want to scale at the time. <laughs> and two apple pies and two double cheeseburgers. Well, the other one's still at in my fridge. Yeah, yeah, 5.30 in the morning. So, all right, you only ate the so, one apple. So, so now apple. I'm like, okay, so I ate an order that was probably about six or seven, seven hours old by the time I got to it. That wasn't too bad, right? No. I, I think it's safe to eat. I just... Uh, Wow. So if it, if it was anyone on your floor, they would have come out and looked around. Yeah. Right? They yeah, would have come yeah. out and looked around. Well, their- keep in mind, 345 in the morning, it, it was already 530 and just sitting in front of the door. And I'm like, and then I then we then I went to work and then it was 1030 in the morning when I came back when the bag was still there. Who who delivered the food? DoorDash. And what did you do? I dashed. Dash. I, I dashed with it. <laughs> you dashed from the door. I dashed from the door. They, they really should just call themselves wrong DoorDash. But yeah, but you know what? That, that's the second time they fucked up. They fucked whoever. I, the, the poor person never got there at McDonald's. It was, again, probably the other building. Yeah, some some probably fat the, guy the, the is other walking building. around. Yeah. It was probably the other building where that belonged. And then they just abandoned. They forgot the food. What if some fat guy ordered that food at two o'clock in the morning? And then when the food didn't show up, he looked at it as a sign from God to eat healthier. And now he's on the road to losing like 100 pounds. You think about that. You could have changed a life, Scary. I could have. Yeah. You, I you're, you're, you're ruining yours. But I will say a couple of years ago, um, me and my buddy Danny, we were Who? so... My bo- boy, Danny, Danny. Uh, oh, Danny Connections. Danny Connections. Yeah. We were down at the Jersey Shore and uh, we were fucking hammered. And we ordered we ordered delivery like Uber Eats or whatever. And we passed the fuck out. We forgot we ordered it. We woke up at nine o'clock in the morning. We opened the door and it was sitting there. We're like, holy shit. We fucking fell asleep. So it happened. Some dick didn't come by and just eat it at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, we actually reclaimed our own food. But oh, that's yeah. All right, I give you that. I will give you that because I it's hard to pass up an apple pie. It really is. McDonald's and there are two of them too. Score. Yeah, double score. Uh, all right, you got the scam bunny jingle ready for me? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Scam bunny. Okay, so what I'm going to tell you isn't actually stealing. So let me preface it. <laughs> okay. Ticketmaster charging you $15 to buy the ticket, that's stealing. What now, about stealing, taking someone's DoorDash? That off is of- stealing. <laughs> that is stealing. <laughs> Not when it went to the wrong door and they didn't yeah. know. So this concert I wanted to go to on Monday night, the, the 17th. I forgot about it. I put it in my phone and, I, and like, you know, like you have the reminder that tells you buy the tickets for the concert, buy the tickets for the concert. So for like a month and a half, it's been telling me to buy the tickets for the concert. But because I had tickets to a concert on Saturday, I forgot to buy tickets for the concert on Monday. Well, luckily it wasn't sold out. Okay. It was in a theater, uh, the Red Bank, uh, Count Basie Theater. That seats about 4,000, I guess. Maybe I don't know. It's a know, nice you know. theater there in Red yeah, Bank, New yeah, Jersey. Very Nice. Also, nothing open after the show. I did a open now on Google Maps. What's open? Basically nothing. Just the app. A <laughs> Wawa was open, and that's where I went. So, because I was starving. I wanted something to eat. So, when I was buying my tickets, 
when you buy them the night before the concert, pretty much whatever's left is going to be what's left. Like how many people are buying last minute tickets to a non Harry Styles event? You know what I mean? <laughs> Not many. By the way, my daughter called me from college and she says, you got to come get me in college. Got to come get me right now. My daughter worships Harry Styles, worships him. I said, honey, you're, you're like four hours away. I, it's eight hours round trip. What, what do you, what's the matter? She said, Harry Styles was spotted in Chatham, New Jersey. Apparently, he's walking around Chatham, New Jersey. Oh, God. I said, okay, but eight hours from now, he won't be. I don't care. I have to come. To, he's in New Jersey. I have to come home. I said, have a good night, sweetheart. I'm not coming to get you. She's so obsessed she was going to come home uh-huh. because Harry Styles is walking around Chatham, New Jersey. A lovely <laughs> town of very affluent people. Yes. Home of Il Mondo Vecchio, one of the great Italian restaurants. The scary, the walking Zagat. The walking, the walking uh, map of food. Uh, I, you know what? I don't, I've never been there. I'll have to add it to my list. You gave me like seven Italian restaurants. Yeah, you got to go there. Oh, and I also um, Scalini Fideli, the, the original one. Yeah, you're going to have to write these down. Legitimately put them in an email to me and or text them. In, Legitimately, because I can't keep... Uh, El Mondo... Egg, uh, what was it? Il Mondo, El Mondo Vecchio. No, what was the lasagna place you told me how to go to? Dino's? Oh, uh, where, the lasagna. Oh, no, that's um, Don Angie. Don Angie. That's in the yeah, village. Place. The village. Yeah, okay. So I go to get my tickets, and Ticketmaster has a map of the arena, and you can... It has under the map a list of all the tickets available. So it'll say like, uh, and it goes from um, cheapest seats to most expensive, which is a smart way to do it. So it's like upper balcony back, $59. And it shows you where it is. So as you scroll the little the little wheel, you scroll, the little dot, the little pin yep. moves and shows you where the seat is. Of course. So it's like upper balcony row P, upper balcony row yeah. Q, and it's alphabetical order. So I want to sit in the orchestra I'm not going to buy crazy seats at the front, but I want to sit somewhere on the floor. And You've so earned scr- it, Brody. I've earned it. I've seen the man 40 times. So I'd like to, uh, you know, he's my favorite. I'm going to go get some good seats. And I apologize. I waited until the last minute. But because I'm going alone to this show, um, it's easier to get a one ticket, like a, a single sure. ticket. So I see up front, the tickets are $99 for the first five rows. And then from like row six, uh, I'm going to say row eight, to row 20, they're all $79. Yeah. Okay? And then b- b- behind that is $69, whatever. Uh, and I think there was some, uh, yeah. So what I did was I got the ticket I, I would put up with, but I made a note of the tickets that were still available in the higher price range. Aha. Uh-huh. Because it shows you what hasn't been sold. Now, once the concert starts, that map goes away. Yes. So right before the concert, I pulled up the map. I saw what seats were not sold up until 10 minutes before showtime. And so I sat in my seat and at intermission, I confirmed that those seats were available and I moved my sweet ass up right to the middle front uh, and sat in the empty seats that I knew were empty because Ticketmaster told me they were empty. Booyah. Good for you. Good for you. That is, you know, that's beating the system. That is beating the system. That's not a scam, Boney. As Good for an you. honest person, I feel like that's okay. Because no one was buying no those seats. No one was buying those seats anyway. And it, was, and it wasn't like I was going to buy them, but nope. I was like, oh, scam, Boney. You paid the lower the, price. and Because I, I was willing to sit where I bought my seats. Yes. But I knew those seats were available. 
Exactly. So I sashayed over and up and in center and sat with no one in front of me in the row ahead of me because I knew that was empty also. And I sat, I don't know, eight rows away from the man himself. And I, I got over it. It was great. Booyah. So, Booyah. So in a theater setting, like you go to Madison Square Garden, like a major arena, yep. they have security at every at every section. Yeah. They didn't have that here. No, because it's a theater. It's like a movie theater. It's right. like you go to see a yeah. Broadway show. Once you're on the floor, right. they don't care anymore. Yeah. So you could buy a seat all the way in the back, make a note, oh, row L on the side up front is empty. Yep. You just wait it out and just go to the bathroom, come back and go, doo, 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 doo. boom, there you go, row six, boom. Bam. Nice. I love it. Good for so you, Brody. My scam, my scam bony slash You scam them. It's my tip bony. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've been neglecting our little privates, talkbacks. Yeah. Oh, yes, we have. We have. 
And and uh, and and sorry if if you sent one anywhere in the month of August or September during uh, our, our our biatus. Our, it's Bi- uh, <laughs> our bi- <laughs> Well, we're, we apologize, but uh, those those talkbacks are now gone. I'm told. So we have uh, the yeah. Sorry about that. They they expire. They, they expire. Yeah. So so send another one sometime. You can always click on the microphone when you're listening to the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Hold it down and send us a talkback. Uh, say what's on your mind. So here we are with some of these. Um, hmm, where do we even begin? Well, we'll begin. Let's start at the very beginning. A very that's a good place. A good begin place at the to beginning. start. Yeah, very good place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. This is uh, from October. Jesus Christ, October seventh. To have a podcast on a Friday makes it so worth going into this long weekend. Thank you. Ah, you're welcome. Okay. Scary, who hates doing them on Fridays? I don't like to do Friday. I like Friday. I like the beginning or the middle of the week. Yeah, well, we're doing this one on a Wednesday. Yeah, oh, Wednesday. okay. Booyah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that feedback. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, Brody and Scary, Christy, Saddlebrook, Life for Life. Huge fan. Walkers and Talkers since day one. Z100 since day one. And now the Brooklyn Boys. I rarely side with Scary. Oh. Sorry, Scare. But in this case, with the fumble, I have to agree with him. Something fishy. Why not go to Craigslist? Why not go to LinkedIn? Any other site but a dating site to get work? No, not buying it. Basically, that was the little nugget I dropped from last week. I dropped that at the end of the podcast where I said that uh, one of our friends was decided to go on Bumble Biz section of Bumble to advertise their job. But mm -hmm, why would they go on Bumble Biz? Uh, there's so many other sites to go to. And by the way, was well, that a parakeet we gonna, in the background? I don't understand that. Yeah, um, we were going to follow up on that story this week. You were going to get some information. Yeah. However, hop, bop, 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 bop. the day after we posted our podcast, somebody tweeted at me and said, dude, I know who it is. They talked about it on their podcast. Oh. So the, you were being top secret about uh, William and Sam. That's right. From it, the BAM Wedding Podcast. Ah, they, and they went and talked about it. So, so then they so they're on board with it. They scooped your scoop of the scoop of them. You Wait, got scooped. They talked about it on their podcast. Prior to you teasing it, acting like it was top secret. They had already talked about it. Oh. Well fuck me running. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> okay. uh, so then it's out there then. It's so then, it, so then, then, so then, tell us what the story was. It's above board. Then he was advertising his, uh, you know, his his workout sessions, and he's a personal trainer. A personal trainer, yeah. Well, that makes sense. People go on Bumble; they want to look good. They're single. That makes total sense that they would go on Bumble Biz. I, I get that. Okay, so there's no, there's nothing to see here then. No, if he was like a masseuse, a, a massage therapist. Well, excuse me. Well, I mean, I remember he massaged me in the sauna that time. That's he did, yes. Does that count? It, it, uh, depends what you're counting. <laughs> okay, so it's out there. All right, play more voicemails. So I've never done this, but somebody did this to my ex just the other day, asking if he could teach her how to play golf oh. as a way to slide into his DMs. Not sure she even plays golf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was in relation to last week when I, I, I told you about the girl on TikTok who said, I'm about to, so teach me about baseball my way into some dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have that. Uh, and now I just have a couple of our uh, FU Abe 77 hotline, which 
I got to say, it's pretty dormant these days. Not a lot of action, not a lot of love. You no, can, we got an email saying, hey, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So Scary called me from that number. Yeah. My phone lights up, FUA77. I'm like, oh, yeah. Scary's calling me. So you can always, if you don't have access and you don't listen to the iHeartRadio app to our show and you don't want to use TalkBack, you can uh, listen on Spotify, Apple, anywhere else, and contact us using 218-FUA77. Thank you. Brody, I'm amped up because I pulled a David Brody. I'll keep it short. The, the DoorDash driver messed up our order, so I called them and explained it, saying how I'm a regular customer and I want to use them again. Wink, wink. I got a full refund and $10. This is a big step for me because I'm a big-time introvert. Hashtag free dessert. Hey, does that sound familiar? I got a full refund and free, and I got a ten dollars and that ten dollars, and I still ate my meal because the dasher. That's that's kind of cool. Hey, uh, what was that guy's name? We just left a message. I missed it. I don't know. Uh, okay, so sir, here's what I want you to do. I want you to email me at the at brooklynboybrody at gmail dot com. Brooklynboybrody at gmail dot com, and uh, and give me the details of that story. Okay, perfect. I need the story for my books. I, I for my book, so I'm actually uh, working on it. So, let's give me all those stories. That's what I'm saying. All right. all right. Okay, here we go. Dismissals of all past due tax debt may now be available to you. What? Take advantage of this window of opportunity before it's too late. Shut up. We got a robot. We got a bot got a calling book, yeah. us. I love it. They don't the even. Realize. Is it a bot calling the ta- the, the uh, kettle black? I'm telling you, there's not a lot of love here. Not a lot of love on this. All right, then we can move on. Well, let's do one I got, more. I got, I got stories. Let's do one more here. Brody, scary. Mikey C here. Slice for life. Yeah. Brody, you owe us a little free dessert. What happened to the last two episodes of Fear the Walking Dead and Walkers and Talkers? Later. Okay, so uh, I need to put out an episode of uh, Walkers and Talkers. Right. And explain officially what's going on. Uh, we haven't what done is an episode going in a while. On? Well, we hadn't done an episode in a while because Fear the Walking Dead had ended. We're almost ended and we were going to do a couple episodes. And then The Walking Dead's final eight episodes are, are playing right now. And I, I, I've been lax in my duty. My duty has been lax. Not ex-lax, but my duty has been lax. Um, Jamie and I are no longer able to do the podcast for various reasons. And, uh, and uh, among other things, our scheduling... And uh, we, it, it's on indefinite hiatus. So I hope that with all the spinoffs of The Walking Dead, that sometime in the future, we will get back on the horse. Uh, but we just have not been able to do it. I'm not in studio for us to do it together. It's been a little difficult. So I apologize. Okay. Uh, but there are no new episodes indefinitely. And, uh, so there's, there's no free dessert. There's no dessert. There's no meal. Uh, there's no apologies. meal. <laughs> there's no meal. So I apologize. I that. stole the meal uh, and I ate it. Those are uh, the, in the way of two correct. apple pies. So that is correct. Oh, we don't the voicemail. Cause I got a, I got a we, quick story. We have a couple more, time. uh, Eric code nine, three, seven, check. No, no, the check-in. that's Cleveland. I believe. Hey, Brooklyn boys. Dayton, I'm listening to two twenty two, and I see everybody hating on y'all. And I hate that. I hate that for y'all, man. Cause, uh, it ain't right, dude. People, uh, they pick on one little thing, and mm, ain't the way it goes, brother. But look, I want y'all to know y'all got a good podcast, and I love listening to it. I look forward to every episode. I love y'all, and uh, I'll tune in every time. Thank y'all. Okay, that's a lot okay. of love coming there. I'm going I'm to I'm stop down for a second. Yeah. Not only do I love that man, mm-hmm. not only do I love that man's accent, yeah. but I love the fact that he is from a part of the country where that accent is the accent, and yet he still loves two idiots from Brooklyn. That and so, encapsulizes us. I appreciate that. And what we're about. 
because that man may or may not have ever met a man from Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, but you know what? I, I want to meet that man. Yeah. So, so do I. That was a one. Th- thank you very much for that message. We're going to have kind. to take our show on the road. And I don't know who's saying bad shit about us. You obviously must've mentioned something. I don't yeah. even remember now. Cause I tried to block it, but F those people. Eric code 908, a little more local here in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. mm. Check this one out here. If they still live in New Jersey. Yeah. Scary Brody, Brody scary. Oh, that's two in a row. Um, he calling from Long Island. Just listened to your last episode. Scary, I was dying. Trying to figure out what you meant when you said to put a razor to your face or to your eye. It's a jade roller. I have a whole facial routine. I do a pore vacuum on my face. Then I do a pore strip. Then I do a face mask. Then I do a facial steam with some lavender essential oil. And then I do the gay roller. And let me tell you, Brody, my skin has never been clearer. I look refreshed. I don't have bags under my eyes. There's no puffiness. And when they say, like, release toxins, they mean, like, kind of flush out the lymph nodes and kind of make yourself look a little bit... um, Mm plumper in your face uh-huh. it does make you look younger and it makes me feel absolutely amazing and there's absolutely nothing wrong with men having a facial routine also brody target has done that to me so many effing times and it drives me in done what? did what pain. did what reset it i placed the order it. online and then they email me oh sorry we don't have it and then i get mad and then i go to the store and it's right there Target needs to set their game up. Anyway, love you guys. All right. See that? You see that? I told her to reset it, and she did as if she was live. That was great. <laughs> now, I will uh, say so that she, you, say, she was talking about the jade roller. There was the episode that you were making fun of me yes. because I, I I said I saw this routine on TikTok. Yeah, you have people a facial would, routine. Well, people, hey, you, hey, hey. <laughs> where people would like, sl- you know, like glide this roller across their face. And it releases toxins. Exactly what she said. She uh, She's uh, drinking the Kool-Aid too. Oh, but hold on a second. Did she say that it makes your face look younger or plumper? There was I, one she point, said plumper. Right yeah, because you and I, neither one of us needs our faces to look any plumper. Yeah, that is or true. any yeah. more plump. Yeah. So, so well, I'm not doing that. All right. So maybe that's what happened. Yeah. You, you, you plump too much. All right. Well, okay. That's great. All right. One final thought and we got to get out of here. <laughs> What's the... What's uh what's going on? Oh, yeah. Okay. You, so you, I, you know I was at Comic Con a couple of weeks ago, and I told you I signed card versions of the stickers uh-huh. that I was we were selling through the Tops website. Right. I designed four new wacky packages spoof cards that were available on the Tops website. They're no longer available. It's a one week run. I made that very clear to everybody, uh, and I hope you guys bought them if if you wanted them. But I signed for free cards at comic-con that were like cardboard versions in a little plastic case uh and so there were two girls working with me one girl would take the cards out of the plastic case i would sign them like a conveyor belt and pass it along and another girl would put it back in the case <clears throat> and then i would stack them up on the counter and as people would come up and say hi i would give them a a, a count chocula a couch chocula a fat guy on a couch count chocula but fat and i would sign my name on it and put it back in you know and give it to and give it to the people coming up at comic-con well, shout out to Chris Mikyo, a regular tweeter uh, oh, of, yes. uh, of us. Love Chris. 
He wrote, I am a pizza emoji for life, slice for life. Unfortunately, I missed the Brooklyn Boys meet and greet and the New York City Comic Con. So I have yet to meet either David Brody or Scary Jones. If I remember, Chris lives in Ohio, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, and so please don't don't be upset if I got it wrong. If you're from, yeah, okay. If you're from Iowa and I got you mid, Midwest state wrong, I apologize. I don't usually confuse states. Okay. So um, I've yet to meet David Brody or Scary Jones, but I just searched for David Brody on eBay. That's odd. Uh, and found a few of his signed cards. I definitely paid for one. So people are taking the cards that I gave out for free and selling them on eBay. So I looked online. I did a search for David Brody on eBay. And I found that people are asking over $100 for my autographed count, I'm sorry, couch chocula wacky packages card. There's five sold that all sold for 50 or more dollars. Uh, and so... Nice. People are making a profit off my free signature (laughs) and card. I see that as a tribute to you, David Brody. It is a tribute. My wife said it was awesome. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I said to Chris, I'm sorry you bought one. I would have given you one. Because I have like a couple in my house, one or two that I took when so I was like, oh, in other I'll take words, Brody doesn't want people making money off of his bones. So just go comment, just go uh, tweet David Brody, and well, maybe no, he'll give you one. Well, here's the thing: I don't want people making money off my bones, but it, it is a compliment to me that somebody wants to sell. Well, it's, it's a compliment that somebody wants to buy them. I'm a little annoyed that someone who got them for free wants to sell them, but I get it. It's capitalism. I have no problem with that. That's capitalism, baby. After I wrote to Chris, I would have given you one. Kenny Roark, another great guy on Twitter who's an auto mechanic, or at least someone who's offered to fix my car anytime I need it fixed, said, may I have a card, please? Well, the man's offered to fix my car. Uh, I don't know if I, honestly, if I I have any yet. They promised they were going to send me a a small box of them. So if I get some, I'll let you guys know. And then, of course, Shady Jew Mobster said, I'll raise my hand for one. If it's free, it's for me. Second time I said that today. So uh, everybody's now asking me for it. So before this gets out of hand, I currently really don't have them yet. But here's my question, Scary Jones. I have a question. Uh, I'm gonna if I get any, I will give I give some out. You know, we'll do like uh, some some giveaways on the podcast. Okay, if I get enough of them. But is it wrong? Because I already asked Tops. They said it's not wrong. Is it wrong if I put them up on eBay and I make money off of them? Since ah. I'm currently since I'm currently between no, occupations, because that's good old fashioned capitalism, if you ask me. So here's what I thought. I would fucking lowball these people because I'll have a box of them. Yeah. I'm not selling one hoping for the best. I can put them up for $10. $10 less each, baby. No, no. If they're selling them for like 50, 60, 70, I'll lowball them at 35 and make a killing. <laughs> I like that idea. So that's not wrong if I do that. Well, you're a shyster, but I love it. <laughs> oh, is it that time to say goodbye already? It sure is. All right. I'm going to put my change my shoes, put my slippers on. Yeah. Get my pipe, my yeah. smoking jacket, get ready for bed. Oh, Sounds good. I'm going to sleep soundly tonight. Where? In Brooklyn! The Boys from Brooklyn! Brooklyn! The Boys from Brooklyn! Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.